Hello and welcome to the History of Drugs in Society. This is going to be a short holiday episode. I was debating what kind of topic to do, but I realized that the main thing I'm thinking about right now is what is my goal for this podcast, and in turn, what should people really expect from it. I know I've kind of given some thoughts on that when doing my previous update episodes, but I figured I'd actually talk it out a little more, uh, and if this encourages anyone to actually, you know, reach out and have a discussion around these things and have more of a community aspect to it, I would absolutely love that. When I started the podcast back in April, my hope was to try to support the normalization of mental health and substance usage by exploring some elements of history, but also talking to people who are today working in these areas and the quote-unquote experts. I didn't really have much of a topic focus in there, just figured I would kind of let things go in the direction that my interests lead me. And I am still working on the first season. I do definitely want to finish writing the first season, which is just kind of the walkthrough of opium, at the very least, just to finish it, but I am still having fun doing that. So I definitely do want to and am in the process of writing a few more episodes. As of right now, I'm leaning towards just waiting to release those until I get a chance to do enough work that I can just sequentially release them one after the other. I don't want to do the way it's been done of, you know, one week it's this, and then four to eight weeks later it's the follow-up and continuation of the narrative. I figure I'll just kind of table the narrative until it's totally done for at least the first season finishing Opium, and then I'll just go ahead and release that. But one thing that I've been sort of continuously struggling with is where to find the balance between talking about, say, harm reduction and more policy activism focused uh, activities versus talking to researchers who are doing more research at the market level or organized crime and international level. I think on the harm reduction side, it's much easier to have a human centered discussion. At the end of the day, when you talk about anyone using a particular substance, it's much easier to focus on that individual, their relationship with their substance, with that substance, and how policy can ensure that if an individual is making a choice to use something, A, how do we minimize stigma, and B, how do we have policies that make sure that there is the least potential for harm in the process of doing such activities. But I feel like when you talk about the market side and, you know, the international organized crime side or just any anything much more international markets and you get more into the world of organized crime, it's a very different type of conversation and a different set of stigmas and a different set of challenges conversationally. And one thing that I'm kind of trying to be cognizant of and a bit worried about is that if I just focus on the the markets, the organized crime side, that might in turn seem as though some of my intentions are pro-supporting the existing war on drugs, uh, because a lot of the, say, our responses with Mexico or Colombia historically or whatever other markets uh, have been through that prism, as well as through the prism of other kind of geopolitical and other incentives and uh, objectives on the key or on the side of those who are involved. So, I mean, I'm 
very much fascinated by these systems and looking at them as systems internationally. Uh, in that context, I feel as though, again, that the conversation does inevitably lead to that discussion ends up happening in the context of international policing, armed responses, etc. You know, my personal views are that I am very pro regulated legalization. I don't think there should be carte blanche legalization of any substance. But I also, in my mind and deep down inside, I do feel as though the right avenue of exploration at this point is being intentional about trying different regimes of regulation and policy around legalized substances. I do think that will lead to the best outcome if the outcome we're looking for is the least amount of people dying in the process of, you know, doing the things they decide to do. I don't think a government's job is to be the moralistic arbiter of behavior of whether or not things are okay, but I do think they have to play a role in protecting individuals. And so I think a well-thought-out, regulated environment around drugs has the greatest potential for good policy that just helps minimize the harm while not encroaching on other civil liberties and freedoms that people should be having. But at the same time, just applying that legalization mentality to organized crime on an international scale feels a little bit like mixing apples and oranges uh, conversationally. Because on the one hand, while I do think that if we legalize cannabis and even explore legalizing opioids and pretty much any, literally any substance, uh, that will obviously affect any kind of international criminal syndicate that is partaking in drug markets. But there's just been so much less experimentation there and so much more of the same approach there that it, it just feels like the, the gap between the more harm reduction and human-centered aspect uh, and the activity in, in question here, you know, once you go from a human from an individual to a system, it feels much less personal. Uh, and I just want to be cognizant of that because at the end of the day, I am very interested in the systems as well as the individual aspects. So while a big priority in doing this podcast is trying to normalize mental health and any related stigmas or elements in the context of substance usage, at the same time, I do want to present listeners the opportunity to learn about some of these systems, even if I'm not sure with whom or how to have the conversation of how to you know, dismantle these massive international systems, right? Because doing that in a single country is challenging enough. So thinking about how you sequentially adjust multiple systems simultaneously to have a desired international outcome um, is just way beyond something that I feel as though I have a deep comprehension of. So I, yeah, I, I realize I'm in turn muddying the waters a bit, just seeing what I'm interested in, seeing the content that is being covered out there, I'm not necessarily going against this yet. Uh, and I think I've mentioned this in some recent updates, but my my content priorities for next year, I've already mentioned I want to finish the first season on Opium, but in terms of the interviews, I already have some interviews that are recorded and will be coming out either in the context of opioid harm reduction, especially in Pennsylvania as well as cannabis legalization, both in PA specifically, but more broadly in the, in the states. 
those areas are going to be my main focus. And at least for the first part of the new year, I do see myself taking more of a focus on, say, the harm reduction drug activism side. But that's not to say that a random either history or more market-centered episode might crop up. And yeah, and when thinking through what is my goal with this episode, or not episode, (laughs) and when thinking through what is my goal with this podcast, I also just like taking a look at what are the other podcasts that are out there, and some that I enjoy that I, you know, can only hope to, to supplement with some of the work that I'm doing, or am I trying to fill a totally different role? And there are a few podcasts such as Crackdown, such as Narcotica, such as Prohibited, uh, that I am a big fan of that I think do a fantastic job talking about the more human side of things, really focusing on any individuals who, who use substances and thinking about the harm reduction, the activism that really needs to be present around that to ensure their safety. So those are three podcasts that I I always love plugging to others who I know are looking for different content in this space. And on the market side, I think that the Global Initiative, which has had a number of podcasts come out in the last year or so, they've been doing an interesting side in terms of these global organized crime markets. Uh, And they have some podcasts ranging from Africa and the global illicit economy to deep dive exploring organized crime to a project around faces of assassination, which they have. So they they have some very fascinating work there. And obviously, there is a a huge gap in between those two uh, areas because of what each of those separate podcasts is trying to accomplish. And I guess my hope is that History of Drugs and Society which may or may not be rebranded as Drugs History next year, but I do hope that it kind of lands squarely in between those two, that I'm able to both provide some systems-level conversations in terms of how usage has changed, in terms of how production has changed, in terms of who's profiting, especially at a larger international scale from these markets, but at the same time, what does this mean on a human level And what are the policies that should be in place to help those humans who end up getting, uh, either end up getting caught up somewhere in the supply chain or who are just using at the end of the day, they're the consumer of it. And for one reason or another, uh, having these kinds of illicit markets as they are today provides negative outcomes for those individuals. So that's my basic hope of where things go next year. 2020 has definitely been quite the dumpster fire of a year. I can't imagine anyone besides the owners of major e-commerce companies having a particularly good year all in all, but I am definitely counting my blessings in terms of whatever positive did happen to come out of this year, and launching this podcast is one of those things. I am very thankful to everyone who's tuned in. I really appreciate you, whether this is Uh, for whatever reason, the first episode you're checking out, I would hope you start with (laughs) something a little more exciting and engaging than just a general update episode. But whether it's just tuning in for the updates, whether you've been with me since April when I just launched this podcast, but I am just tremendously thankful for everyone who has contributed to the 4,000 plus downloads that the podcast has at this point. And I'm really excited to see where the discussions, interviews, etc. going into next year take me and take the podcast overall. I do really want to also add some kind of community component, whether that's a 
I don't know, live stream discussion, a monthly book club, or just, I don't know, something, but something that actually gets us interacting instead of in me speaking into the void and then always just being pleasantly shocked at, hey, people actually download this. So do please feel free to reach out. Uh, my email is, and the both on Twitter and email, is drugshistory. Uh, for email, drugshistory at gmail.com. But that same handle, drugshistory, is what I'm using on Twitter as well. Please feel free to reach out and engage. I do always uh, get excited about connecting with folks about these topics uh, that I'm interested in. So yeah, please feel free to reach out. But otherwise, again, I just really appreciate you sticking around, and I hope that despite the the raging dumpster fire that has been 2020, uh, there is some solace from the insanity of the year, and that you can relax, unwind in some capacity, and hopefully recharge your batteries before whatever it is we can expect from next year. And yeah, so please do have a, a happy and healthy holiday season. Uh, But I I do hope you're doing well out there, and please don't hesitate in, in reaching out and connecting at some point. And so with that, we'll speak in 2021. Be well. Oh yeah, and just for outro sake, the music I'm using is from Blue Dot Sessions. Thank you to the Blue Dot Sessions folks for uh, creating all the great sounds they do. Uh, and yeah, the rest is it's just just me. Happy holidays, and be well.